Aaron and I, our relationship stems from my previous. I met Aaron years ago. Really? Yeah. Um, nice. um, with Trans World, they're out of Charleston. Um, and what he does for us is um, goes around and does electrical inspections um, so that we know the age and, you know, the, the relative health of all of the um, distribution equipment. Right. The, the major components that would actually put a building down mm-hmm. if something were to fail. Like the switch gears and things like that? You know, breakers that are, you know, discontinued out of, you know, it's like, you got breakers from the 80s and things like that. Wow. And you'd have to literally either either find somebody that can rebuild it or you're going to redesign your electrical distribution cabinet. And it's Hard to find parts down, yeah, you know, it's, it's 40 years old not pieces ideal, of equipment. So, yeah. So that's, that's what Aaron does for us. And where were you prior to this? Um, before I got here, I was at the City of Columbia's water treatment plant. Gotcha. Um, for some eight years or so, something like that. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you really do have a good understanding of all the water and sewer and electrical and... Yes, sir. All that good stuff. I'd say, yeah. So I was talking to Aaron, and um, I told Aaron uh, a, a major thorn for me with Richmond one is the actual condition of all of the HVAC equipment. And there's no real good way, and I'm just gonna put it out there, to catalog 55 sites with maybe a hundred pieces of equipment at each site, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, my, my struggle is, is I have seven HVAC mechanics and yes we do preventative maintenance and those things and you know and they service equipment as it goes down and and that kind of stuff but if you have pieces of equipment that's from you know 98 99 Mm -hmm. early 2000s um they they might be running fine now but I run into the same situation stuff is obsolete parts are not available and it could be a 10 ton unit, you know, versus a three ton, or it could be a 20 ton, you know, and that supplies a whole I wing or something. Cannot, yeah, yeah right. get it up quickly or find a replacement, you know, that day, the next day. Lead times are like 30, 30 something weeks. I just heard in the office today they're looking for a little seven and a half ton. It was 30 it's, weeks. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. So, I guess what I was telling Aaron was is I had to find a way that was practical um, enough so that I can get a snapshot of what we have, mm-hmm. basically. Um, kind of like a state of the union is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, and that, that reporting allows you to step back and really plan. It, it does because strategically and the way the way Aaron sets this up and I, and I love it is he identifies um, critical hmm. health status on equipment um, what may you know not necessarily be you know detrimental now but it needs to be fixed later you know those kind of things so I, I, I get that here and I'm able to you know step in front of a failure or I can you know see something coming down the line later and I got time to address it and and when I mean address it is not just fix it I, I have everything I need 
the manufacturer of the year, the I, I, it's everything. So I can make a determination right there. Hey, that's not critical, but we need to do something about it. And I have the information to either A, if I need to get it fixed, or B, I need to do a little bit more research and find out if we just need to scrap it mm -hmm. and move towards some other type of equipment. Perfect. You know, so that's kind of what I'm looking for right. with it. But I do not know if we can implement that with HVAC. So I told Aaron, I said, Aaron, if you, if you think I can, if you, if you think it's practical, then let me know. And, um, and, and then we can... So that's what we do. Uh, we do that with HVAC. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're a part of the same, we're like sister companies, a part of the same franchise. Uh, the parent company's a ABM. Mm -hmm. um, and his franchise is called T Tag. Mm -hmm. Ours is called Link Service. Yeah. So that's what we, like there's our little Link Service logo. Okay. Uh, we, that's what sets us apart is, uh, the company was started in 1987, 1989, we became, we bought into the franchise. Mm -hmm. And so we're one of 125 HVAC contractors across the country that get all of these processes and procedures like you would if you bought a Chick-fil-A franchise. You get all the recipes, you get all the processes of this is how you do this, this is how you do that. So we know how many labor hours go into working on a 30-ton chiller or, a, a, you know, cooling tower or a little two-ton mini split um, we know how long it should take to clean it we know what needs to be done um, every quarter and and that that tasking style of of maintenance is, is what we that's what sets us apart mm -hmm. um, we are currently maintaining 800 buildings in in the area and you know we have service our main bread and butter are the maintenance uh, preventative maintenance agreements that, that, that that's our specialty mm -hmm. I do understand that a lot of the school districts are uh, and correct me if I'm wrong but I, it, it, it's a bid situation and maybe to do uh, to work with you guys it, it would take a you know be a being a part of a bid is that is that when uh, well, and that's that's in your eyes typical amongst all of the, um, and I will go as far as it's, it's school districts, it's municipalities, it's right. all of that. Yeah, right. it's just everybody has their I guess their threshold limit of you know when they need to put something out for bid things like that. But um, uh, we have a, a a professional services designation that I think it's something that I wanted to bring up to you because that that's more of like a professional service that it might be something that you can, like, is there a threshold that you're able to, you know, how can we partner together? Um, uh, so, so pretty much um, there's there's always a couple of ways, and this is because I've been doing it for, for quite some time. Sure. Um, this right here is unique in itself. There's not a lot of folks that can do this type of work. Sure. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to say Transworld is the only, I'm not going to say the only, but I, I don't know who else is a tank partner around here. So when you, when you get into specialized services like that and they're, you know, unique, and I won't say proprietary stuff or anything like that, but it, it, it gets into that. So you, you can bypass certain, you know, 
procedures, if you right. will. So those limits go away because, you know, Total Comfort Solutions is the only person that's authorized in this area to... It's a specialty service. Provide, you know, right. You can't get anything else. So where can I get a, another bid from? You can't. Right. Exactly. So there's, there's ways of doing stuff like that. And But to, to answer your question more directly is... Um, Everything goes out to bid that's over, I don't know, $5,000 or so, which is going to be astronomical, I already know. Um, but uh, the Richland One does um, competitive um, best value bids. And what what they do in, um, so that we don't have to, so we can get speedy service and we don't have to wait for three different quotes and things like that. Um, <clears throat> they open up solicitations. Uh, for different services, and um, they let folks bid on it, uh, a, a general bid, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then you become, whoever they select, um, becomes a, um, what they call a... Like a preferred vendor kind of thing? It's, it's, it's basically what it is. Um, I forgot to, it, this IDIQ is um, infinite delivery, infinite quantity, or something like that, supplier. Meaning... As long as it stays underneath a certain threshold, and I believe that's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So anything that's below that, but above the, you know, um, five thousand dollar threshold that would require three bids, we can use one of our designated vendors for that service. Mm-hmm. That's already been, you know, vetted, pre-qualified, yeah, vetted, sure. all of that stuff. We know what price we're going to. We know the whatever price we're getting is the best price around because basically they already done the the interviews and accepted the applications and already did the the bids basically for everything because they want to know um your labor costs right for certain things um any emergency or after hours work costs uh you know things like that it's it's it's, it's really comprehensive so they so they know mm-hmm. hey this this thing is twenty thousand dollars we don't have time to wait use your contractor mm-hmm. to, to come in so um and i need to find out when that solicitation opens because I, I know that's what you're gonna be wanting well this is a great conversation it, it's just an information gathering mm-hmm. you know first step i wanted to meet you i heard a lot about you from Aaron. we went to lunch the other day and, okay and he was you know we're buddies okay <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and so he was like yeah you, i think you could help him uh-huh. and, and that's what we that's a very valuable piece from what we call capital planning mm-hmm. for you to be able to, to talk to your team and say, I know we need to replace that, but Hey, let's go to this other school. Cause this one's about to go like yesterday. <laughs> you I'm, know? In a, I'm in a situation at one of our high schools that um, has um, the, those through the wall scholar units from Marvair. The school district, I don't know when or why, but they love those units and they're proliferated all through the district. And we have some, I know um, I counted about 30, 35 of them that have obsolete parts. Mm-hmm. They don't, forget obsolete, they don't even make the units anymore. They don't support them at all. Mm-hmm. And I got like nine of them that just took a crack. Oh over two months ago and them things are 20 to 30 they're, they're about 25 $25,000 a piece right when school started yeah so I'm like well what the hell 
Mm-hmm. So now I'm in a situation where, you know, I'm I'm not even. What'd you do? You got portable air out there, or temporary? Port- portable air that's really n- not sufficient. Mm-hmm. So now I'm getting ready to um, install um, cassette heads inside the classrooms as a temporary measure because I probably can do that for like I don't know six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. for a mini split or something like that somewhere around here I can do that temporarily until and, and the, the units are 42, 42 weeks out so now I'm talking we're talking next August for if the mini I splits can, if I can no 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 okay. for the actual scholar <laughs> okay. units oh, I was like whoa oh, man, I, I'd be in trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can get the adequate man sure. uh, pretty quick uh, but anyway but it's, it's what I'm getting at is I got nine units that are down like that but I have 30-something in that school that are of the same age mm-hmm. and in the same situation. That's, time just, bombs. that's just that school. <laughs> I yeah. know. Which high school is that? The Eau Claire High. Okay. And, and I know there's almost every elementary, middle, and high school that we have is going to be um, at least 50% of those units that are at that school are going to be in the same situation right now. It's a ticking time bomb. And, and it's all because... We have no idea what's in these schools, flat out. So that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I can that I could come up with to, to find out what's in these schools is to go through some painstaking work like this. There's you've got to go through it. Mm-hmm. And I hate to, I, I, unless somebody has a better idea. But I, I love where your head's at there because you're thinking long term, yeah. and, and, and you're not just trying to make budget for this year i mean you really are looking at what's best for the district Mm -hmm. and guys we got to know what we have and and we got to know you know like i one of the best benefits about doing this work is you you can put it in a spreadsheet yes and 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 then we can say these are reds the way we do it red yellows and greens Mm -hmm. before we even talk about the yellows we got to deal with the reds you know and and that's that's what works for us is to be able to take averages. Okay, your average, um, like what I like to do is say, at Eau Claire High School, the average age is 14 years right now. And we know that the average life expectancy is 12 to 15 years in the Southeast. So you've got one year left there, but this school over here, average life expectancy, you got about 13 years left. You know, everything's pretty new. Uh, to be able to talk to that, I think, is talk with education <laughs> because you've, you, you've got the data, mm-hmm. I think, is very valuable. And then to also go through and open up, you know, pop up in the panels and look at coils and say, okay, are, are they just filthy? Are, are they getting cleaned? Um, like, do you guys have any kind of sustainability goals for Richland One as far as trying to conserve energy usage or... Yeah, we have a. Uh, Are you looking at anything like that? We have energy manager actually, and we can um, okay. we can actually. This is just the beginning talks, but sure. when we get ready to dive deep into this, I am going to invite him down. What's his name? Uh, Miles Handley. Okay. Uh, Handley H A N D. No H A N L E Y. H A N L. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason why I ask you about the energy piece is this is an example of. A forty-five square foot, a forty-five thousand square foot building, that uh, we'd like to do a, a building scorecard per building, um, and 
by taking the last twelve to thirteen months of power bills, yeah. uh, we put them into this software and put the square footage. We put you know what kind of use is it? Is it a church? Is it a school? Is it a a gym? Yeah. And what's really neat is we can get cost per square footage. Okay, this school's costing us a dollar thirty six a square foot. We're able to tell. Okay, is it in the red, yellow, and green? And as far as the energy management piece, Miles could focus on the red ones first. And you know, there could be some in the green, some in the yellow, some in the reds. Uh, it, it helps. This is a major part because, as you probably know, heating and cooling is over half the power bill. Mm-hmm. Just keeping the place cool, and especially in the summertime. Uh, and then it allows us to go one step further and say, okay, if we can, by cleaning the coils properly, make sure the belts are aligned and not slipping, if we save 20% of the energy usage of the HVAC, what's that look like? And, you know, what could you do, Chris, with an extra $5,000 a, a year for that school? You know, you could put it into other things or, or put that into the equipment fund mm-hmm. um, because you're already spending the money somewhere else. Yeah. It might be difficult to do for 55 schools. Well, <laughs> and, and that's why I'm going to invite Miles because Miles is actually, um, there. we have a, a performance contract mm-hmm. piece with Schneider Electric that is actually, I, I think he might be in phase number two. Uh, and that's with um, um, any units, I guess, HVAC units depending on age, and um, I don't know, I, I guess um, energy usage, mm-hmm. d- depending on uh, how efficient, I guess the, the efficiency of the unit plus the age and something else, they're making decisions on which units go and which units stay. So basically wow. they're replacing whole schools at a time, but <laughs> that performance contract, you 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 have to the energy savings has to be there to pay for it so if it's not the equipment doesn't get changed doesn't matter if it's from 2001 you know so it's not like the whole schools are getting changed so I'm appreciative of that Uh I need to have a conversation with Miles yourself and what I want is a program something that is that, that is going to be here three years from now that will you know I just I, I I think you understand what I need <laughs> just for this little piece. But um, if, if we work with Miles, I, I think we can um, take take that one step further. Though you said you want a program that'll be here in three years. Mm-hmm. That looks like I I want okay. So if I implement, if we can implement what I'm thinking about now. And when I say I want to, I want to make this a program. I want to, I want um, schools to be cataloged. I want, um, I want to know what you. And this might be taking it too far, or or, or getting too granular, granular. But I want to know what units are at the school. Mm-hmm. What the what maybe what the tonnage is, the years, the the health status of them now, and if I know all of that then when we're talking three to five years down the road, when I need to take a look at what units need to get replaced, I know exactly what it is. I don't need to go touch the Serial number, model number, all that's cataloged. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I, you I, don't have any of that now? You, you, like you don't have an Excel spreadsheet that your guys that are seven, your seven HVAC guys 
They don't have a spreadsheet or anything to now go off of? I, I do, but it's, um, it's incomplete at best. Sure. I, I, that was one of the things that I, I attempted when I first got here. Sure. And I already know for sure that units have been, and that's why I said I need a program, because I can do all of that. Okay, fine. We can spend all this money and we can do that. And then um, a school can have 10 units replaced over two years and then not make it on my sheet. And then all of that would have been for vain. So that's what I'm saying is that I need a program. I need to implement this. Uh, some, and I need to have a structure. Mm-hmm. For these guys so it's available <laughs> to my HVAC supervisors and things like that because they would know okay hey um, a unit took a crap last month uh, here's a replacement unit let's update the program our tool to put, uh, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> so we it, it's, it's a living Thing. I, I just don't want to do this one time and then have to revisit this or someone else has to revisit it's this. It's a living, but, breathing document. You know, yeah, it's yeah. as things start to happen, it, it doesn't mean every every fan motor needs to be documented on the spreadsheet. We're, we're talking about big picture stuff, yeah. I have, basic. Yeah, I can, I can uh, now, and we have um, a, a great um, preventative maintenance and um, uh, I guess. Um, work order system, I can, if I want to look at um, the service calls mm-hmm. over the last year for a particular piece of equipment, as long as they're putting in the, you know, you know, really good notes, then I know, hey, you changed the compressor on that unit four times within this year. I can, I can find that. As, so we're not That's completely good. out of yeah, it. Yeah. We, we, we actually are, That's we're awesome. in good shape that way. I just need a you There's feel like you guys piece. are putting it. Yeah, they're putting the information in. We've been working on it. Good, I'll put it nice. Was well, so we have a start, and we actually have a start on you know uh, major pieces of equipment that are at each site, and it's because I um, during the COVID, I came in right smack in the beginning of the COVID mm-hmm. here with the school district, and they were wanting to implement you know clean air measures and all that stuff, so we had to add equipment to the existing air handlers and things like that, but can't do that if you don't know what you got. So I had to roughly go around to each school and make a spreadsheet on manufacturer, um, model, serial number, filter size, things like that. So I, I have that. It's, it's working, but it's not um, 100%, I put it that way. Sure. There's no way one You did the best you can. No, I, I did for the right. time. So, But like I said, I know um, two years ago when I did that, or a year and a half ago when I did that, I, I know there's units that have been changed out. Don't know what, don't know where. And, and, I'm, and, I, and I know it hadn't, it's not, it's a year and a half ago, so mm-hmm. it, that what I have should still be at least 93% accurate, I would think. So you went to every school yourself and... Every rooftop. You, you take photos classroom. of every every label or something, or you mm-hmm. take your laptop out there? Took my laptop out. Put, wow. He's a man. Oh, oh no, yeah. Took a picture of the data tag uh-huh. on which ones I... Yeah, and put mm-hmm. it all in there. And it took me a few months, but I got it. That's awesome. But what I need now is far beyond what I've done. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> now I, I really need to, I can, I guess, um, I can decipher. Um, is Anthony, you good? 
But but anyway, I I just I, I right now I can flip this open and I can I, I know exactly what I need to focus on at the moment at every site, but I don't I don't know that mm-hmm. with even with the information I have. So just curious with, before we leave the COVID thing, how did that affect you guys as fifty five schools? Did you have to go in and put in a bunch of dedicated outdoor air systems, or did you have to do anything? We got um, one of our IDIQ contractors, like I said before, uh-huh. um, we used ESSER um, funds, and this is millions of dollars um, to put in um, ionization equipment. Nice in each air handler. Awesome in every site. So, wow! And we just completed that over the summer. Unbelievable. So, yep, and it was a measure that they. Are they uh, a brand called GPS? Uh, really? Global Plasma Solutions. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. getting them from my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they work, man. Yeah, yeah they do. And, it's, um, and, and we really got them not to um, disinfect surfaces like it states it can. We, we got it for the general purpose of making sure everything that we can get out of the air is out of the air because that was our thought you know this thing was in aerosol so we said hey whatever we can do to filter better Mm -hmm. with and that was another thing they they said HEPA filters and we're like yeah well you go over a certain size filter and your system is not designed for those pressures so you can't use those filters and people don't understand stuff like this so they're not yeah they're like well this is just you know school district yeah, uses this MERV and I'm like yeah but our equipment can't handle it so we have to do something else and I'm like so what do you want you want to change every unit right. in the district over 55 sites to um, be able to use a thousands MERV whatever filter <laughs> it's not going to work MERV 16 so we got to come up with another solution and that yeah. solution was how can we filter better that's awesome. With the filters we have. That's the way you do it. That's exactly how you do it. <laughs> you know, so. Right after the filter, you put that GPS in there. Yeah. So. Well, great. Well, I appreciate you elaborating on that because that was something I was curious about. Like I said, my daughter goes to Daisy Moore. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we really tried everything that we could think of to, to yeah, have kids in school safely. So, yeah. so uh, this is great. So I, uh, one question I had was how do we get into a contractual relationship? And you helped me answer that by this reporting feature might be a great start. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about capital planning. You guys are doing that, it sounds like. Are, are you preparing a lot of people in October getting ready for 2023? Do you do capital planning? Or, hey, hey, guys, I need to change out these 15 units. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to need X amount of dollars. And that's, and that's what I'm working on now. I, I don't, but I, you can't do it without this master spreadsheet, <laughs> sounds like. It, it, you, yeah, you can't. Really, there's nothing you can. I mean, you have to do your best. Basically, and that's and, that, and looking at work order history, it's not cutting it. I need I need more information. I need to because if I what I'm I want to talk about. Yeah. I'm not talking about five units. I'm talking when I go look. I need 1.5 million dollars over this period, mm-hmm. so that's got to get put in the budget, and you and we got to get back on. And I hate to say this, but back on schedule. With getting these things changed out right. every year, we need to be doing a certain every year to, yep. to keep up. Gotta get, yeah. and that's just it. So. Not just keep up, but get get caught up. Get caught up. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so our as far as you asked about the program, mm-hmm. what we do for our clients is every year at 
toward the end of the year, we sit down with them and, and show them this is, a, this is now the State of the Union this year mm-hmm. uh, based on what we met with last time. You know, these are your red flags, these are your yellow flags, these are your green, and so that you, that you have that every year. Um, as, as part of our preventative maintenance program, that's what we normally do with our contract clients, that we come once a quarter. That's a part of that, that process. Uh, you know, to, to get started, um, it, it sounds like you have a company now that comes once a quarter and does filters and changes, or is that your seven guys? No, no, that's, that's our crew. Okay. Our, our crew so you don't have currently do. a PM crew? You don't currently have a contracted crew that helps you with PMs? Oh, no, those guys take care of it. We put, we, um, we, I rely totally on our uh, work order system. Our, that we have, of course, well, I say of course, but I just talked to my buddy over at one of those water plants, and they don't have a CMMS system. Mm-hmm. They still write stuff down. I'm like, dude, you got to do better than that. Yeah. that you miss, you miss it too much. But anyway, we, um, we have a work order system just dedicated for putting in problem tickets for all of our equipment around the district, whether it be plumbing, electrical, or HVAC. And then I have a um, preventative maintenance piece um, section that's different, same software, but totally different piece that goes with it for just preventative maintenance scheduling. So all of our filters for every unit, um, belt checks, you you name it, all of that stuff is, is populated and sent to those technicians on a monthly basis for all of their sites so nice. that they can take care of it so awesome they i mean it's a lot to do how did that is, but they do. was that something before you got here that was already set up or this, you... um, oh that yeah that software system yeah uh-huh. nice. so all i had to do was just go in and you know just based on my experience see exactly what is <laughs> a part of that preventative maintenance schedule and see what needs to be added or what can be combined or however to make it more efficient for seven folks to do 55 sites because and that, that's another that's a whole nother discussion I, I don't think the the powers to be actually understand the monster of a, a district this is I mean they probably like yeah 55 sites and I'm like yeah but you gotta get a little you gotta like see into that a little bit more that you got right. a site with this amount of pieces of equipment for that site in this Thousands. craft area only. Yeah. And then you got to say, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of, of assets that you're actually keeping, tra- keeping track of. And, you know. So how does it work um, if you have that unit that's down, the 20 tons down? Mm-hmm. Do you get the call directly or do you do you get, you know, is that something that that the teachers fill out a work order and it comes to them, like it comes we, to you, or um, just well, curious? Firstly, and I'm working on this piece too, we have um, our um, building automation system that actually um, sends alerts with certain issues. So I'll get an alert for, um, I won't get an alert for every classroom, but if there's a chiller mm-hmm. that the water temperature has increased beyond this threshold, then I need to know that. It's a big deal. Because it's temporary, so it's, it's potentially down. Something's wrong. So I, we do get alerts like that. But then we do um, have building coordinators at every site so that 
what you were asking, if there is a teacher that says, hey, my classroom feels hotter than normal, then we have a building coordinator that can come in. They'll like take a temperature reading or something like that or see if the unit's running. If it's like not, a local maintenance person at the school. They can put the work order in and say, hey, this is the issue. It um, gets routed to our dispatcher. Our dispatcher routes it to where it needs to go, HVAC supervisor, or if it was a leak somewhere with plumbing or whatever the case is, those supervisors get it and nice. then they can take a look at it themselves if they're going to um, online, right? Yep. Or whatever, and then if they need to, then they um, disseminate that amongst their employees. But I will not know during the day what unit is down unless there's like a whole site that's down because right. of a chiller or it didn't get escalated. Air hole air as a whole wing or something like that. I, I won't know that. Right. So chillers, boilers, um, do you guys maintain those yourself or do you have you you contract those to do annual PMs on taking the boilers apart? Oh ch- changing it, you know, cleaning the coils. You guys, no, I've seen my guys clean coils on um, chillers and stuff. They, good. Them guys really do it. Good. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Just, just ask. It's a lot. <laughs> if a chiller goes down, a lot of times that's above and beyond. Air compressor change uh, on a or a compressor change on a um, chiller. Mm-hmm. Them guys aren't going to do that. Right. They're, you know they're they're going to call in one of their contractors to come and. To tackle that because you're talking about a probably a half a day process, on right? Oh, yeah, like that, you know. But yeah, but just a, it's a specialty the, type service mm-hmm, maintenance piece, just you know, doing all the preventive maintenance, those guys are going to do it. They'll even they'll change out a compressor here and there depending on the size of the equipment. But if they're changing out the air handler or something like that, forget it, they don't have the time, we don't have the manpower. It's it's it'll get kicked out to one of the contractors. Gotcha. Do, so. Um, well, this has been great. Uh, I, I know you like the reports, and, and, and I think that's possibly the quickest way that, that, that I see us being able to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do big decisions get made? Or, or you know, do, you, do you have a boss that you report to that you, you run it up to them, or you know, do you report to uh, My, Miles? Or, no, 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 Miles is an energy manager right across the um, way there. I report down to the director of building services. Gotcha. So, um, whatever I need, since benefit of the district, he just always tells me he needs a number. So um, I want to, I want to iron this out first. Sure. Before I um, present that to him, because I know this is going to be a big pill to swallow. <laughs> um, a lot of value there. Yeah. <laughs> So I kind of want to, I want to meet with Miles Hanley. I want to meet with you again because Miles Hanley um, is in charge of the whole energy management piece and he's part of the performance contract. He knows um, what schools were changed out with HVAC equipment, why, which ones are coming in the future as part of phase two and three. Um, so I really wouldn't even need to worry about those schools. Right. Unless the entire school hadn't been changed out. And what I want to do with Miles is, is okay, well, y'all identified 80% of the equipment at that school that needs to get changed out. What about the other 20%? Mm-hmm. Can I put that in my budget? I, I hate to piecemeal a school. You did 
dang near 75% of a school. Right. And then there's a, a certain percentage that hadn't been touched. Mm-hmm. Now, I, if we're going to do what I need to, it doesn't matter what I need to do. I need to put funds in the budget to assist and just take care of an entire school that way. That's off my list. Sure. As, as much as possible because I, I know how much work this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So if I can scale this down a bit based on maybe some information my mouth might have a lot of information for us. I, I'm not sure. He, he might. Do you have... Well, first of all, so when we're talking about miles and energy piece of it, I've got a team of people, you know, I'd like to bring a guy named Eric to the table. That's our energy guru. And uh, we're doing a lot of neat things like we're able to do virtual PMs on units where we have uh, sensors on, like, say, a package unit. We have four different sensors on the package unit. And back in the office, before we show up, we can see a problem and say, okay, I know it's going to be this issue because we have... Uh, okay, yeah, you can remotely tell temperature, virtual vibration, PM, right. things like that. We're interested. Input, how, what output. What company is that? Because we tried, we, before I left the city of Columbia, what we did was we put monitoring devices on the actual cases of some 2,000 horsepower motors that operated pumps just just so that we could get live feedback and things like that because you can tell bearing temperatures, bearing vibrations, you name it. You you can see this without... From the office. (laughs) So now, and and I hate to get so far into this, I got to get a program in place first because when we were at the city of Columbia, well, when I was at the city of Columbia, we did preventative maintenance. That's cool. But that's still behind the ball. Mm-hmm. I we implemented predictive maintenance. Mm-hmm. We based on the trend of your preventative maintenance. Here's what we're seeing. That bearing probably needs to be replaced within the next six months. That motor probably needs to be rewound, or the rotor, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's is it is awesome. if if I can get and it might be. You know, to, I don't know if it's I just wanted to plant that seed, yeah. But, you know. right. but but he would, and as far as which company was that, he's working with three of them right now. We're testing them on different schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know we're working with uh, Newberry County, Lexington Five, uh, Richland Five, um, but and then there's a school up in Greenville that we're working with, trying to dial that in. But mm-hmm. through the professional services realm is the way that we believe that it's the easiest way to work with them uh, through, through that kind of stuff. But it, it's, it's an evolving thing. That's why I want to bring him to the table because he's got firsthand knowledge on what's working and what's not working as far as the energy management piece. He could really talk to Miles on, on that level. Okay. <laughs> um, but I like what you're saying too is let's don't get too far down trails of energy when we really need to talk about big piece that's i we do that that's a piece of the energy because what we could do is after we maintain them for a year after we work with you go back and and run the power bills again and say hey are are we doing better or doing worse or Mm -hmm. how are things going from a building standpoint Uh, it's exciting but your major benefit from that is you can tell what's about to fail it, it he can help you prioritize what you need to replace when 
And if I can't, it, and this is a lot of information in here, my guys. Can you show me what, what little picture of what, uh, just a visual real quick? Because I haven't seen his whole book before. So, let's start with Burnside Elementary. This is Burn, yeah, Burnside Elementary. Take He went and labeled every piece of equipment, told me where it was located at, and color-coded it with the issues, whether it was critical, severe, or just an alert that it needs, you know, mm -hmm. attention. So Neutral wire laid on the bus bar, yep. That's, that's something that we need to take <laughs> sure, care of immediately. Um, things like that. So he just, he just outlined this for me and submitted this um, on the... The flash drive here mm -hmm. is this information that he's given me for each school, but with pictures of the exact infraction mm -hmm. or the exact issue. So they took the panel off and they um, provided me with thermal Im imaging pictures like I asked. They took ultrasonic readings of breakers. Uh -huh. so it's awesome. It's, it's amazing. So valuable. And I have all that stuff. Right. So that I, you know, um, I have. Um, you don't just have this. You got the photos no, to prove and, it. No, and then I have the equipment list. They tell yeah, me what breaker, from what manufacturer, what year uh, is in that cabinet. So I can take a look and say, hey, that cabinet, no, that's from 1970. Right. No way. Right. Let's go. We got to get it replaced. It's just Stuff changed like that. Out. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't just have a red. You have all the data. That you can, you can put is, the whole piece of the puzzle together. There you go. This is just the yeah. summary so that it's easier for me to go and tackle all these issues right now. Right. So I don't have to dig through each one and look and say, okay, that breaker is from 1967. You want to open that panel up? Or now i got to flip through a file and say, hey, what was those um, temperature readings? Are those breakers in there? Do we have an issue? And no, he, he did all of that. Yeah and extracted Summarized that information out and put it in an easy-to-use format so I can go mm -hmm. and either A, get my guys to do it. If my guys can't do it, then I can reach out mm -hmm. and have, because they're, they're not going to do a lot of stuff that's in here. If I need a main breaker or something changed out or inside a, you know, distribution right. cabinet for a whole wing or something like that, I'm going to yeah. call them and they're going to do that. Sure. Like, Sure, neutral wire laying on. They're gonna take care of it. Right, but any right. of the big stuff, then I can just call them in for it. So. You can you could send the right people to the right spots. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah I, that, that's what we do on the HBAC level. It's just I, I wanted to hear from you what part you liked and what <laughs> what's the most valuable piece to you, and that, that's clearly. It, now I know at, at Newberry when we were working with those guys, they sent us to like two of their problem schools do you have a, is that something that you have a need for like is there an issue right now that you you, you have trouble sleeping with at night you know because you have a major issue over at this one school is there a problem child that's causing more pain than others or is it just a general um i i say in general okay. uh, it's not really um no i'm i i'm i, I probably don't well Knowing why I know at Eau Claire, that that's my main focus right now. Mm -hmm. But I, well, I, I'm gonna say general because I know I'm sure Eau Claire is by far not the same. It's not the only school that we're gonna, that we're in a we're we're already in trouble. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Yeah, they were already in trouble. <laughs> um, it's, so it's general. It's just not a little problem, child. I'll tell you that now. I don't know how you do all you do. <laughs> we're going to get, I want to. Yes. Yeah. If, so talk to me real quick about timeline. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can run as fast as you want me to run, but I don't want to, you know, you tell me what you're seeing as far as, um, What's practical? What's top of plate for you? Like, what's top of mind for you? Um, I'm going to, and and this is what I needed. This is the part that I needed from you because I I I can have all these wild. I can get wild with my dreaming and what I want, and and then it has to be practical. Mm-hmm. So I could I could want all this stuff, and then you just say, hey, Chris, I, that sounds good, but here, I, and then you give me what you think would mm-hmm. be. A, better in practice sure. you know what I'm saying because I I don't know if I'm wanting too much when I say I want to know you know this like I have with this for every piece of equipment um, and I'm not talking you know Aaron really went in and took a look at every disconnect switch every you name it he took a look at it and I said you know Aaron thank you but I don't think I knew that mm-hmm. you know, with HVAC um but I, I do need to know general um, mm-hmm. stuff. If, if, if we have a crew and they took the time to go and doc, document each piece of equipment, you know, wh- who made it, the model number, serial, um, how long it's been in service, what else could they check that makes sense that could tell me the health of that piece of equipment? I, I don't know. Coils. Mm-hmm. Uh, the condition of the fan motor blades. A lot of times, if something hadn't been touched in 10 years, it, it could be super thick of dust and dirt and grime and mold issues. And we don't like to use that word. Uh, but, you know, the, the coils and the fan motor uh, blades are, are two major things that I like to look at. And the electrical section. We'll take the panel off of that take a photo of that, uh, look at the, the contactors, just a general photo. And sometimes there's ants, you know, mounds inside of there. Uh, but those are the three major issues that we, I normally see. The electrical uh, panels, looking at the coils, meaning are they black, are they clean, are, are they rusted, almost about to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes if the if proper PMs hadn't been done, you can just tell that the coils are going to go soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. Mm-hmm. And then basically taking a few photos, five to ten photos per piece of equipment and uh, filtering through that somehow and to, to prioritize because you can't fit all of that in a binder. But, um, and that's what we normally do on a regular building, but when we're talking 55 buildings, uh, schools, you might not want all of that detail. Mm -hmm. So why don't you let me go back and talk with my team Mm -hmm. and, uh, really get what's, like you said, what's practical, what, what do you really need? And, and take what we already do and 
put it in a model, a program that might work for you guys. Uh-huh. And then uh, I'll talk to uh, Miles Haley, and, and I'll, I, I'll ask him, is, does he have any information for me? Does he know um, what schools, the age of equipment here, that, and maybe he can point me in, 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 a, in a good direction too, or give me some more information to, to pass over to you. So. When you were getting together all that, stuff for the GPS mm-hmm. units, they probably wanted to know tonnage and model numbers and serial numbers. But mm-hmm. I, so having whatever spreadsheets you have would really help give some sort of direction, even though some units are changed out and some are, you know, not in 1999, but maybe in 2000, 2021. Uh, I, I think that maybe on the next visit or so, if we could look at that and see... That'll help wrap our head around what we're talking about. Because okay. right. right now I'm not, I hadn't been on top of the schools. I don't know how many units we're talking about, but. Um, okay. Well, a conservative number will be 50. 50 schools. Oh, 50 pieces of equipment. I think that's conservative. Really conservative. Per school. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're not necessarily concerned about, or are you, are you wanting the walled units inside of each room as well? Yes, that's my, that's my, probably my biggest problems, biggest lead times are those units. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well good to know. And does each school have a chiller? No, there's just no, the bigger ones. certain applications. Yeah, I, yeah I, don't, I don't know, I don't even know. What was the determinant factor of um, what building got a chiller on? I'm not sure, but it's probably, um, I can think of one, two, three, maybe four, four or five sites that have chillers. Not, not too many. Okay. That's not, that's, that's, that's good. All right. Well, um, I, I did have this. I wanted to just run through this real quick. This just shows you a little bit about what we do. Um, and then I'll get out of your hair here. So a lot of times we're seeing these challenges and trends, um, increase in energy and operating costs, indoor air quality, obviously that's an issue. You guys mentioned sustainability, budget, uh, unpredictable. When you have those units go down and you got 25,000 a piece, <laughs> and how do you budget for something like that? Um, aging infrastructure, that's obviously a major issue. Um, we covered just about all these things. Increasing complexity of buildings and systems. Uh, the chillers, they're not easy to work on. This is typical uh, building life cycle. You know, just 15 to 25% of the cost of the building is actually designing it, building it, and tearing it down. Mm-hmm. But most of that cost is what you deal with on a day-to-day basis and the, the operating expenses. Asheray said that all of those are in, in these eight buckets, you know, energy being, energy and capital being the uh, number one and number two mm-hmm. ex- expenditures. Energy, we talked about that, but you know, capital meaning the avoidance piece. Can we take care of these things by doing proper preventative maintenance so that we can extend that you know, and avoid having to outlay a bunch of capital? Uh, that's the capital avoidance piece, but... Uh, Lost productivity, 
I guess, classrooms being down, um, having to bring in portable units, things like that. Administration, that's your headache. And you having to deal with these uh, units going down. In-house staff, you talked about you got those seven guys, contracted services, that's obviously, we, we, we talked about that a lot. And then major repairs, so you, you have the big work order system, but do you have a way of putting a dollar value on major repairs? You know, what are major repairs cost you? Uh, oh, uh, m- massive. I can no, I can. They're not going to put a part on inside the. They're not going to document that. Hey, compressor um, changed out, and uh, there's no way of cataloging what we use to replace it and the cost and things mm-hmm. like that. We don't, I got you. Yeah. They don't really know that in the work order piece. They just put it in there and yeah. deal with it. But I guess this might not apply, but normally when we're dealing with a building, uh, we we create this with the client and able to show, okay, mm-hmm. these are all your expenses. It's not just this one contracted services piece of hiring us. It's You have all these other costs. But, uh, and then a lot of times when we're working with people, it's very reactive mode by having a book like that and having more of a proactive, uh, like you said, the, a predictive maintenance, you know, we could plan and, and have more of a steady way of doing things. This blue area is the savings that comes from that because as compressors go out and as things unexpectedly crash, they really cause major wear and tear on the piece of the, of the equipment, even worse. Um, so where we're normally doing our, our preventative maintenance agreements, we provide an option where it's a full coverage. And I know that that might not work for the school district, a full coverage program, but that is an option that we'd like to provide our our clients. And we normally have three different programs that we work with. Um, The, this would be like the full coverage program, but there's also one where we come out and do the PMs. We uh, clean the coils, align the belts, annually, uh, clean the coils annually, change the filters once a quarter. But then the third option is just a quarterly test and inspect. So putting eyes on each piece of equipment once a quarter, mm-hmm. letting you know this is a problem, this is a problem. Uh, that's a third different program that we offer. Over at, um, I, I, I don't see, uh, like you said, uh, this huge, uh, preventative maintenance piece that you guys do because we, we have to rely on the guys to do most of it. But sure. Not um, finding fault in anything, but there's, I, I, when we have an issue, I want to know why, what happened, and all because I need to know what we can do later mm-hmm. to not be back in that situation. So exactly. Eau Claire is, is really sensitive and it's, it's, I'm really digging into this because you have, I, I believe the issues that I'm looking at, and this is just for me being on site for a couple of hours discussing this, mm-hmm. is you have these through the wall Marbury scholar units and the coil access is on the outside. Now, if you have these things on second and third floors, are my guys doing preventative maintenance wow. on these units? 
And the answer to that is no. I know this because it doesn't make. So what did we do? Did we get lifts? Right. To go up and clean cars. Where's your lift frontal? Right. Your super extension ladder that you get up there. So I'm going to say, you know, although, you know, those units are old, I bet I wouldn't be in the situation that I am now. We were actually doing the maintenance on them as we would do mm-hmm. any other unit. So um, I, I probably can use your company in that aspect for, to like, um, to share the preventative maintenance on the stuff that I know practically my dads are not going to have the time to do, mm-hmm. you know, drag, get a rent lift. Either A, having to deliver it or go B, you're going to have to go pick it up, setting it up, doing a preventative. How, how, many, how much of your day got wasted on just that one unit? Mm-hmm. And how many do you have to do at that site? And then how many sites do you have to do? So right. this, this, is gonna. I think this is gonna help. Yeah, having the report to you know determine what I actually need, mm-hmm. or or how you can best help. Right. Right. It'll provide clarity at least. Yeah. I think. And then normally this is our 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 process. I mentioned we were a part of the franchise and everything's got a process, but this is what we call the concept meeting. Uh, just trying to see what the needs are. The assessment is normally the next step, so that would be where we would set eyes on the school, take photos of serial numbers and things like that. Verification meeting is where I normally bring back, okay, this is what I found, these are your red flag issues, and and we talk about a a solution. This is where we also co-author the solutions, so I normally don't just bring a solution. Like when we meet with Miles, I'm not just going to bring an agreement. Mm -hmm. It's where we talk about it at this stage and say, okay, based on what we found, our guys will do this, you'll do that. Like what you said, share the PM. Mm -hmm. That's what happens in the verification meeting. And solution, that's where we put the pen to paper. And then implementation, that's where we actually get out here and we do what we call a uh, startup meeting. We bring the primary technician. And the way our company works with normal buildings is we have a primary technician and, and a secondary so that if the primary is on vacation or something, the secondary knows where everything is. But a, a lot of times I see other companies that when they have a service call, they call and random Joe shows up, never been to the site. And, and so a lot of times Chris has to spend an hour explaining to him where, where it is, what happened last time, where the pipes go and all that. You know, so that it's a lot of wasted time by having a primary technician per site. It's... He knows what he did last time. He knows what parts to bring this time. It's a lot of streamlined communication. So, mm-hmm. and then the care process. We ninety days in, and, and and then nine months in, we like to reach out and just make sure that we're doing what we said that, that we're doing, and everybody's happy. But I don't know that all that will apply to your situation. But that's our normal process. Right. Uh, that I just wanted to share. A little bit how we're different, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I I know I've taken up a lot of your time. But no, this is this this has been is, very helpful. It's important. So. I have and a I card. Extra time, so. I put I put your card. In my okay, you already got it. I believe. Double strand. Got to have Matt Warren. Love your whiteboard. Orchid drive. Yep. Those are all your current issues you got going on. 
Yeah, what I need to keep my eye on until, until it's resolved. <laughs> so, next steps. Uh, I'll, I'll take back this and 